You are listening to a CJTR podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie and television lovers. Please be aware of spoilers, like the fact that Lieutenant Caffey can't handle the truth. <laughs> I'm Sean Dunham, and this week we're talking courtroom films. I'm joined by my two co-hosts, uh, sentient powdered wig Jeremy Legui. Hello. And the extremely hung jury, Sonny Stanger. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey. <laughs> I don't think I've, I've ever was, heard of anyone described that way. I thought I was going to say something funny, but then I could only laugh. <laughs> We appreciate that. Um, you guys, this is the second time we've hung out this week. Yeah, because fun. we recently we saw each other when we went had the extreme privilege of hosting a podcasting workshop for day campers, ages eleven to fourteen at the college campus. It was okay. So they created this radio show called JJ Blazazon, which is a wacky surrealist mashup of a few different shows. <laughs> um, I listened this week. And it is an incredible hour, and you guys should definitely go to the website and check it out. Yeah, if you go to the podcasts tab, it's under something with camp in it. Yeah, day camp or something. If you scroll down a bit, you'll see You'll find it. It's like 45 minutes. It's oh, so, so funny. I was screaming with laughter. Yeah. I mistakenly listened to it. Screaming. I mistakenly listened to it in public. Uh, and embarrass myself with my s- suppressed laughter. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Fout was face to face with a young Jeremy Legui. <laughs> they fully just like we bonded. put their head to head they together interface. and talked about their the head Star together. Wars thing. Yeah, we bonded. It was cute. Yeah, he had some very specific questions, which I was more than willing and happy to answer. <laughs> yeah, you parried everything that he threw at you. That's I've and been, so I would just like to say to everyone at JJ Blazazz on Radio. We salute you. We salute you. <laughs> there was a moment where um, uh, some kid was doing a, a a newscast about the coronavirus, and he's like, and he's like, and at this point, two thousand people have died of the coronavirus. Uh, here's a cover of Michael Jackson's "Beat It." That <laughs> 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 was. I really oh, liked so it. Good. You should listen. Do do yourself, do yourself a favor. A favor. <laughs> okay, you guys, John. have you ever been to court? Yes. What was it? Uh, I was working at a gas station. <gasps> wow. Yeah. I didn't expect this to start out. Yeah. No, no. Uh, it was real. It's a real deal. And uh, I was a, a pump jockey, as they say. Nobody says and that. And when you, uh, we are, all the people who work at that job say that. All yeah. the PJs do. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, when you work at the Moose Jaw South Hill Co-op Gas Bar, uh, a thing happens where someone will just give you an allotment of money, and then you will pocket it, and you'll keep pumping gas. So someone will give you like $40, you'll fill it, and the car will drive away, and I have the money. And then oh. an hour or two later, I will go in with like a quite a bit of money and dump it in. There's like limits to how much you can do. This yeah. Um, wow. And then they will ring everything up. It seems like a bit of a hedge fund. You don't have to keep the track of one. like which pump. It does. It, there's computers. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's this whole thing. I don't know why. Have I you got ever heard suddenly, of computers? I got so stressed <laughs> at no, that moment. Uh, a couple times I had quite a bit of money. Anyway, the guy pulls up to pump oh, eight. No. It's the furthest pump out. He's in a big truck. He pulls up. He. Uh, um, also, a thing that happens a lot is someone pulls up to the pump, they walk inside, they pay, they leave, and they drive off. So he pulls up, he says he wants $100 in his truck, I put it in the truck, he drives away, 
uh, well, he sorry, he gets in, he goes in, and mm-hmm. then he comes out and he drives away. No I go into the cashier. Exchanged. He didn't pay. Uh, to settle up, he walked into the bathroom and then left. Mm, and they had security footage of it. So uh, the police came, and there's this whole thing, and uh, I had to be a witness. Ooh. So I had to go to court. And I had to skip two university classes, which was not good. So you and, were like in your early twenties? Uh, it was years later. I was, uh, I was seventeen when the incident happened, and then I was twenty when they were taking. Oh my god, court. this court system! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, so uh, I was in Regina going to school. I had to borrow my brother's vehicle, drive home. Well, first steal uh, some gas to fill it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then drive uh, to Moose And then. Uh, <laughs> I was wearing a nice shirt and some old pants, and I went to... <laughs> and I love that detail. It's true. I went to court, and I sat down, and I was waiting, and they like they just said, wait here, is all this stuff, and then right before, they said, he settled out, you can go. So I had to cancel no. all this stuff, and then he just did it. Yeah. The court system. Oh my god, he mm-hmm. screwed you like twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I, have, I also went to court in a very... Um, I think Sonny and I were in the same, but a friend of ours had a, a spot of legal trouble and her legal advice um, <laughs> was that she should get a bunch of people that look like her to show up in court um, at the same day of her trial. <laughs> and so it would be very hard for the other defendant to pinpoint which one <laughs> she was. That's not how that and we did all. that and she couldn't figure out who was who. <laughs> It was uh, also uh, seemed like a miscarriage of justice, but our friend was okay. I was not there for that. <laughs> oh, I, your face took a blank. <laughs> anyway, we could have used your help there. Yeah, but, clearly. I guess. Um, uh, under the advice of my counsel, I shan't be answering this question. Oh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> I'm bleeding the fifth. <laughs> so, no, I've never been to court. Oh, I was going to say so. That's a yes. No, I I've haven't. also done a few traffic situation yeah parking tickets i like to fight parking tickets oh you and my mother oh i probably john and i have a few tuesdays off to just go sit in court i think she might have one upcoming honestly (laughs) i'm sure she's excited about me saying that well when i was in university i used to play the system a little bit (laughs) and just go statute of limitations you're good if you're um if the person that gave you the ticket doesn't show up or doesn't they will usually just like cut it in half or just let it go altogether. But it backfired on me hard one time and <laughs> I've paid the price. <laughs> you know, this is showed up. He showed up. That's what happened. Yeah. I sh- they, they showed up and they were like, you keep getting off. <laughs> Scott Freeze, sis. And oh I was my like, God. Ooh. <laughs> I wish it was that. Um, I think he's from Long Island, that judge from. The that, internet. That super nice man. Yeah. Yeah. But then sometimes he's quite stern with people. I like to imagine him giving you a little talking to about <laughs> well, why he, that's not appropriate. He is a judge. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Still not. Yeah. You know, he like, but he's like, he wants things to be correct. Mm-hmm. I don't know his name. Uh, Judy. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Judy. No. Maybe you've heard of him. Judge Judy isn't even a judge. Okay. Excuse also, me. Judy Scheinling is definitely a judge. Not, not what you see on TV. A full disclosure. I thought this episode was about all things legal, so some of the movies I watched weren't that related. Oh, let's roll with it. You know what? No problem. We got... Okay. I just wanted full disclosure, you know, uh, whole truth and nothing but the truth. We demand full disclosure in this courtroom. (laughs) Objection! In my courtroom. (laughs) Sustained. Okay. Also, do you think that any of those phrases that we know from films are true? Like Like the ones that that you can just yell yell out? Like, (laughs) Objection is real, right? Yeah, it's real. Yeah. Yeah, but like... They're, they're in the real... court, are they yelling? Are they fully saying, like, you're badgering the witness? 
and sustained in all a lot of I, ways. I think it's all very toned down because mm-hmm. the times I have been to court and seen proceedings happen, it's all very because the thing that you never really understand is like all these people work together every single day. Right. And my stepmother is a lawyer. She doesn't have to often go to court. But when she does, it's like very like they do all this stuff, but they just do it like in a very matter of fact office manner. Mm. This is what I didn't understand is that at my friend's trial, the like defense lawyer and the prosecutor were just like chumming around, yeah. wearing like a sort of like dumpy Susie Shear suit and just <laughs> and just chatting. And I was like, I, th- I thought there would be more drama and a little more. No antagonism there's like, also there's a ton more gray that yeah, you think there's gonna right. be just like it's you know in we, fabrics or in the both area. we need <laughs> oh, okay no no we need tables oh let's buy these two cheap gray tables to mm. put at the front of the room mm-hmm. as opposed to the like mahogany yeah. desks that you see in every single movie yeah the bench oh yeah. the crystal clear yeah. pictures absolutely yeah um have you guys ever been called for jury duty no, no, no. But a coworker of mine basically got like entrapped into it once. What does that mean? So entrapped? the bailiff, the bailiff, like stationed himself at the mall, and then anyone who walked by, he served them with jury duty because they didn't have enough jurors for this case. Did he serve them a drink? Well, and so my really coworker, no, it's not entrapment. Okay, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? But they did kind of like force them. Yeah. yeah, and so my colleague was really upset because she was so busy at work and she was like running yeah like going to get lunch and then she ended up having to miss like two weeks of work wow oh my god and it was a really intense case was that for this Scranton Strangler yeah it was a Scranton Strangler I can't Um, say anything but (laughs) yeah pretty pretty interesting stuff dang I would love to honestly I say that now but actually we know that I would be yeah like did you see um OJ versus the people, the mm. the series, mm-hmm. it's amazing. But those poor jurors, I know. Can you imagine? There was no. like a one point where one of the ladies just like is about to throw herself off a balcony. She's like, "Let me out!" It would, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Have you? No, but it is a bit of a fantasy of mine. Same. Um, but I, it would probably be for something lame, and I would probably not be chosen. I think I would rather have something lame because that's the thing is like the the this coworker was like kind of traumatized by some of the stuff she mm-hmm. interacted with at trial. It was like a really violent thing. But a, the bit of the the thrill seeking drama person I am. Yes, I, I know. would love to be the person that like presents. They're like the foreman? We have your honor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like we define the defendant. That's what you know, is. Sean, and you know Sean would go, put a long, good pause. In oh, there. I'd be like, yeah. like waiting just, for just the s- crowd to exhale. He flips his hair. Yeah. Son, did you just throw a fistful of glitter in the air? Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> we been sequestered for months. <laughs> I had to make my own. Oh, Sean, <laughs> just you could wear a different wig. Shiny oh, I would play every juror. You would wear a different wig every day of court. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I have the complete opposite <laughs> feeling about jury duty. It sounds incredibly boring. Well, I think I'm it mostly sure it is. is. Yeah, and like I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to contribute in case. I'm yeah, wrong. I get that. Yeah, I like have I, that as like, well. Like I am not the the stick by which anything should be measured. Well, that's why there's twelve of you. Star Wars prequels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's a stick you wouldn't mind getting on. <laughs> that's fine. That's okay. <sighs> but uh, no, nah, even to be a twelfth of that, no. Like maybe if it was a thousand people, sure. Let's yeah, and like maybe oh if it wasn't God. something super, like where you just have to vote online. 
Is that what you mean? <laughs> I meant like maybe if the crime, like you know, they're not going to go to prison for like their life. No, even 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 if it was like fining. I know it would never happen, but like a fine of yeah some money, I wouldn't want to. I would do it if I was if they called me right, like mm. if I had to go because I'm a participant in society. You know? <laughs> yes, of course. You're we live in a society. But I like if they were like, "Do you want to do this?" I'd be like, "No." <laughs> well, yeah, because can't you just like lie? Or no, you shouldn't Sonia, lie. Sorry, I would, that was not me officially that recommending that you lie. Um, but can't you sort of say like, oh, I have like if they ask you about your biases or whatever in advance, couldn't you be like, I know them? Yeah, I know my biases. Or like my cousin is their friend. No, like you could if you know the individual. You can, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I know. Uh, sorry, I didn't phrase I think that well. Actually, though, they'll they'll just bump you to another thing. Like you don't get oh. out of it. You just get bumped to the next something. Oh, dang! Right? You're not off the hook. My sister-in-law has to go for jury duty, now that I think about it. Get her to phone in. Yeah. Um, you guys, would a film about a courtroom run realistically be completely unwatchable? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think it would be unwatchable, but I think it would be probably a bit more boring than well, one might think. I think, and I know that this is, you know, dramatized and edited and put together, but you think of, why well, can't... Uh, People's Court? No, yeah, making, making a Murder? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's oh. incredibly compelling, right? Well, yeah. You know, but they have chopped out every little bit of... Right. Like, we watch 30 seconds of clips, and that was five days, probably. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, Making a Murderer could have chopped more. They could have. Yeah. They could have yeah. chopped twice as much. I've only seen the first season, mm. um, but, like, the way that they showed the real courtroom feeds... With, like, here's what this person thought of it, and then here's what this, you know, like, showing the perspectives and stuff, I thought really worked. I, I mean, I don't know that just straight up watching a live feed of court would be Are you good. allowed? Did they show a live feed of court? Are you, like, not allowed to do know. that? I'm no, realizing yeah. that we should have invited a lawyer on this episode. We don't know a lawyer. I know several. <laughs> just know. kidding. We, everyone I know is a lawyer. Yeah, I'm like, we got Everyone's some. going to law school. It's true. But um, I, I don't know about Canada. I, have mm. ne- I don't think I've ever seen anything. Like a it- court show it- from Canada? I don't think I, don't I have think either. So. Night but- Court Canada? Well, yeah, well, that's a tel- but that's a television. Is it a real thing? <laughs> no, it's not. It's a, like, it's a, it's a comedy show. But, uh. But Night Court's real. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just for the record. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Stenographer, please get that down. <laughs> Good thing I've been practicing my shorthand. <laughs> um,. What courtroom scenes from films you've watched have been far from the mark? Have not not been up to par? Have well, been bad? Been bad. I rewatched bad. a little film this week from my youth called Liar Liar. Mm-hmm. Oh. And right. I'll tell you what, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Jim Carrey, you know, some complicated stuff there. Uh, annoying at times, but also, God, can he just make me laugh with just... One facial movement, like, mm-hmm. and he had a good couple of years. That was like really a did. run of yeah. Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he he's really good at playing like a jerk in the way he does in that film, like a selfish jerk. But so many of the things of him when he's unable to lie and is in court, mm-hmm. like just so many of the ways people react to him, the way the whole day proceeds, it's like this isn't what would happen. Like you don't get to also just like have new evidence in the way that they so often do in TV and movies. Yeah. Like, there's a thing called discovery. Like everyone mm-hmm. gets to know what the evidence is going to be. But it, it was also very funny. So it's like you get why they do it. That is such a trope of like a light in the game, yeah. new evidence and 
Surprise witness. Surprise witness. Because what would always happen is that they would just be like, oh, there's something new. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, we're taking a two-week break. Yeah, exactly. And then they would resume, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's always what would happen. Even if it was, like, completely exonerating, Okay. You know? Right. In Liar Liar, he only can has to tell the truth for one day, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the chances of that trial he, landing he, on that day and then also, like, being wrapped up all in that day. He is tries insane. so hard to get t- time off, basically, and can't, no matter what he does. And it's like, there's no trial that's over in a day. Mm-hmm. Not, a, not a one. But I, that one. I do wonder if he just, like, I, I've thought this ever since I was young. Could he not have just, like, in some way gotten someone else to, like, say he's sick? Like, like is, yeah. there, is there no way he... Like, I don't know to what extent he couldn't lie, but, like, could he fake cough? Could no. he write a note? He tries a lot of different things. He tries writing things down. He can't write things he down. He also realizes that he can't ask someone a question if he knows the answer will be a lie. Because it thinks, at first he thinks he'll be okay because he can just ask mm. his witnesses that he's, like, coached questions Mm -hmm. but then he finds out that he can't even ask them the questions or like phrase them in a way um and then he literally beats himself up in the the bathroom (laughs) it's so good honestly it's so good he yeah and he like goes to the bathroom beats the absolute living heck out of himself Mm -hmm. and then this guy comes in it's so funny. Just cracking, <laughs> just, up cracking up, just thinking about it. And then he goes back to court, and he almost thinks he's gonna get away with it because he basically like leads the judge to believe that he was attacked in the bathroom. Right. And then the judge says, "Unless you think you're okay to proceed," <laughs> and he goes, "Are you able to go on?" And then of course he has to say yep. yes. Anyway, that movie f- rife with inac- inaccuracies, but highly delightful and one of my favorite moments when he's like realizing that he's a very bad person and the judge goes be quiet or i'm gonna hold you in contempt and then he goes i hold myself in i hold myself in contempt sir and i've been thinking about that all week i don't know why i think it's so funny it is funny okay go on um well another one that i i love a lot and i know sean watched and that we can all three talk about uh that totally absolutely 100 percent breaks the form of what a courtroom really is but the entirety of my cousin Vinny. Mm. what do you mean <laughs> is the best you're not but, allowed to just lie about your qualifications as a lawyer no but you are allowed to bring on an expert wis- witness who just sort of knows a lot of stuff <laughs> yeah and, who and you is your are, girlfriend yeah dating <laughs> Yeah, that's an irrelevant. That's and who who ref- refuses to like to play along with the court for most of it? Mm-hmm. Um, and who's amazing? And who's amazing? She has amazing scenes. The whole movie is great. It's so Everyone good. is, you know. Okay, do you know what? I I was a little plucked about the at the beginning. There's about two scenes where there's a very extended montage of the characters misunderstanding each other mm-hmm. but the audience knowing what's going on and it lasting just a million times too long yeah like the very beginning is they accidentally two guys accidentally shoplift a can of tuna but after they leave somebody murders the cashier mm-hmm. so then when the police get them there's literally they could they go through this whole rigmarole of them being like yes we did it and then they're <laughs> like so you admit you did it it goes on for a million yeah, years yeah it's quite long but, uh, i was like can someone just say what's happening well because that's the thing if the police were like getting your confession for something they would get you to say exactly what you did right. I did it wouldn't be no. a sufficient confession. No. And then there's another one later when they're in 
jail. Um, and the, the one whose cousin is his cousins with Vinny is asleep. But then the Vinny comes into the jail, which I'm sure you would not be in the cell with you um, if you're a lawyer. And then the other, his friend is like mistakenly thinks that he's another inmate and he's going to like assault him. And there's a, there's a whole thing, like another five minute sequence of that. That I was like, oh my god! Uh, Misconnections are always I, funny. I didn't mind it so much, but I do. I have always felt that that movie should have started with him rolling into town, mm. like with Joe Pesci. Just cut, like that's where it should have, and then like flashback or whatever, yeah. or like the audience gets to experience the, you know, like them confessing and then finding out it's just about a tune again. Mm. That I always thought would have been better. Um, but we have to talk about Mona Lisa Vito. Played yes. by Marissa Tomei, Ugh. who does, who is like full of outfits, full of faces, accent to die accent for. to the gods. What 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 what, what what's what's going on? Guys? It's a what? It's called my cousin Vinny, and you're yeah. not obsessed with Vinny. No, oh, no, we're obsessed because with Vinny. I've, but... I've seen I've seen Joe Pesci do Joe Pesci, right? But, but he's not doing Joe Pesci here. That's he's the he's point. doing a small Joe Pesci. It's a different Joe Pesci. It's a, it's but it's a, still Pesci. It's a teeny it's Pesci. Yeah. It's Pesci. <laughs> but, but Marissa I'll Tomei. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Marissa Tomei is. It's everything. It's so everything. And she has so many great rants. And just and she's constantly underestimated by men. And everything she says is very highly mm-hmm. quotable. When she's like. Imagine your idea. You're prancing along. You put your little dear lips to the little... Just like, bam! She's so good. She's like, my biological clock is ticking like this. I love her so much. It's oh really good. Uh, the whole movie is great. And even his like cousin, whose name I cannot... I want to say it's Stan? Vito, but it's not that. Everyone's Vito. Stan, I think. Yeah. But uh, uh, he's very funny as well, yeah. just as his meek little... Karate kid? Yes. Well, it's great. Oh, yeah. 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 I just realized that. <laughs> Weird. I forget his name. DiMaggio or Ralph. something? <laughs> Maggio. And then, uh, what are the last names that they keep mispronoun- mispronouncing so that they can't find his records? It's like Caputo. And oh, then- yeah. And he's like, oh, you meant... <laughs> And then, like, Caputo, not Caputo. The ongoing, like, gag of them not being able to get any sleep in this small town. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, the breakfast menu. Everything is like, (laughs) I just love their, like, New York fish out of water in this small town is so funny. It's great. Um, I, I know that this is to be expected but i especially like the part where she reveals just the extent of her expertness on cars yeah so that that part also was one of those like not saying like misleading the point for a bit when she's like i can't answer that yeah Mm -hmm. um and then he's like haha but and then when she's it's a trick question yeah (laughs) you guys are both so good at that because it jeremy it is like (laughs) the most addicting accent ever (laughs) It's every character I ever want to play. Same. Marissa Tomei in My Cousin Vinny. And she won Best Supporting Actress she for did, that yeah. role. Oh, well deserved. Right, Which a lot of people so a lot of people think that They were shady about it? Oh, many people think that it was a full moonlight La La Land situation, <gasps> but that they just went with it. What? Because like oh. they thought that they someone accidentally read the wrong name. 
but I they just know. were like too embarrassed and they just let it go because they're like there's no way she could have or should have won for that that's insane which is insane because yeah. i thought she did amazing no she did it when it, it always happens whenever there's it's like a non-full drama role mm-hmm. people are yeah. like you know is it though? it's not serious is it? and it's like no she knocked it out of the park right she that's like a, it's full characterization yeah, in the truest 100%. sense like it's not a it's not a academy award-winning film but i believe that that role was but great. also it's so much more iconic than many academy award winning films Absolutely, you know like yeah. that's one of yeah, the nobody things. remembers what <laughs> so howard end is going yeah <laughs> what was uh emma what's her face doing in howard's end at this time that was the same year mm. oh really mm. and i forget what other films were going on in the 65th academy awards Hmm. Wow, the fact that you just knew that. The, the, the fact that you know those facts, but not other facts, is what's confusing. Well, here's a, it's, it's, it's a problem. Facts. There it is. Facts with Sean. <laughs> Welcome to Facts with Sean. <laughs> what other courtroom scenes do you guys appreciate? Okay, another one that I deeply love is another woman being underestimated in the courtroom. Oh my God, I know what you're going to say. Legally Blonde. Oh, I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say Aaron Brockovich. That's, yeah. Oh, but, no, but that too. That's, well, we, we can get there. I knew that it was, I knew we were going this this way. Okay. Legally go, Blonde. Go yeah. off we on going. Legally Blonde. Go <laughs> off. Um, you know, it looks like Elle is going to lose the case. Uh, everyone is laughing at her. She's mm. got nothing else. It's, it seems like it's airtight. And then she gets the daughter up on the Chutney stand. Windham. Chutney Windham. Chutney Windham, one of the funniest names. It is. It's a very funny name. And she gets her on the perm. Oh, yeah. The ammonium thigoclate deactivation. Ugh. (laughs) Obsessed. (laughs) It is. Yeah, that is. It's very Marissa Tomei-esque where it's like, oh, I'm actually very fully aware of what's going on right now. Yeah, it's just one of those reminders that, like, it takes all kinds of knowledge in this world. But also in the way that. In a real courtroom, you're not really allowed to just right. freestyle like that. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I'm not quite sure where my question's headed. And I'll... same, actually, same thing with Liar Liar, where mm-hmm. he, like, realizes at the very last second that she lied about her age to get married. Like, that's Jennifer how he T- ends up winning the, the case in Liar Liar, is that, oh. yeah, he finds out that Jennifer Tilly right. lied about her age to be married, uh, so she wasn't actually old enough mm-hmm. to get a prenuptial agreement. Oh, and it's okay. that same thing of, like, yeah, you can't, like, you don't just realize at the last second and go, like, aha! Yeah, you can't. <laughs> my whole case oh, my has God. come together. <laughs> Sean I just has dropped my phone, dropsy. like, the third time. Um, you don't need it. I feel like movies really like this, like, huge turning point in yeah. the case. Like, they like the one big... Here's the thing that did it. Yeah. And they like that's one never the They like one courtroom scene to go very against our hero mm-hmm. when it's just like, Oh, you'll never be able to do that. All this. hope is lost. Yeah. And then the next courtroom, they kill it. They really kill it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's a great scene. That is a great scene. Um What about you guys? Well I was gonna bring up Baron Brockovich, yeah. mm, okay. good. who is another gal. Um yeah. Who was quite underestimated in her law office. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> also, there's no way she could have done the things that have been depicted in the... There's no way. Why don't you ask real-life Aaron Brockovich, who w- was the waitress in that film? Right. Who was quoted as saying, that's not really how it went. <laughs> she said she said about 96% was about how it went. Um, that's fine. Which is fair enough. Yeah. Because but, uh, you have to leave room for her to do those... Those sassy towel offs. Mm-hmm. But also, like, the courtroom depictions in that 
I feel like are very accurate. Right? Like there's no mm. there's big moments, but there's we can't really tell how much time is between yeah. the scene yeah. and it seems slow and I, I don't know how long it actually takes place in the whole movie, but it's years. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's it seems like I felt that that was pretty good actually because she just it's a lot of just like boring research on her just like going around to people and like the toll like shows up on her. She's like mentally and like emotionally exhausted. Mm. Um, and like even though she is like fully sun drenched and booby and like cali, <laughs> but um, but she is just such a good character, just so hard as nails. Mm. Mm-hmm. And also great performances as well uh, by, uh, is it Aaron Eckert is plays the biker boyfriend? Yeah. yeah. And uh, that blew me away. I did mm. not realize that that was him at all. But it's it's a beard. That's honestly what, what <laughs> did it. It's a beard. Um, it's a beard and like a head bandana. But who plays um, who plays the Ed Asner t- guy? Oh, um, Ed Asner? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, like her, the guy that she like does the everything with, and mm-hmm. he's the lawyer. He her, like the lawyer. Yeah, he's like yeah, yeah. so jaded and like sees all these loopholes, and he's like, "You'll never win," but he like begrudgingly helps it's her. On the tip of my tongue. Anyway, he was the dad. He was Daddy Warbucks from Annie. Yeah, I can't think of his name. He's also in um, Legally Blonde. Is he? Yeah, he's her like mentor, or like not our mentor, but one of our profs. Love it. Love him. Do we know it? It's not coming up on the We'll, tell, on the we'll, we'll reveal it after the break. All right. Well, I Wait, object to you changing the channel. You've been listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert with Sean Dunham, Sonny Stanger, and Jeremy Leguie. We're going to chat more courtroom films in a minute, but first we'll play a little game lovingly called The Game. Gavel, gavel, gavel. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you guys, what are you doing? You're I thought you were going to say it's game time. I know. We it's were game waiting. time, people. And Yay, then I was going to gavel, 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 gavel. Okay, let's. Can we just try one yeah, more time? Yeah, can we do it? We'll do a take two. <clears throat> Sean, would you would you mind? Oh, I'm, thank I'm, you. My, my mistake. We're going to chat a few, uh, a chat more courtroom films in a minute. But first, we'll play a little game lovingly called the game. It's game time, people. <gasps> gavel, gavel, gavel. <laughs> okay, that was on me. <laughs> That's on me. We're I'll good. take We're a, okay. a harumph. Luckily, we nailed it. Take two, you guys. Yeah. yeah. For those who don't know, if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend literally seconds this week finding a title that these two have not seen related to our topic. I tell them the title. They tell me what they think it's about. And I tell them what it's really about. We all have a great old time. Wow. Are you two ready to play the game? Yes. yes. Here we go. This week's title is Primal Fear. That title again. Primal Fear. Primal Fear. Okay. I've got to go on. Go. So this is a bit of a surrealist courtroom drama where the herbivores of the world sue the carnivores (laughs) to make them stop eating them. Um, And it's led by plucky uh, attorney Ladybug. um, And she just gives the gears to all the tigers and the hyenas. and, And it's a really it's a really uplifting film. And of course, they went end up winning. And then the carnivores have to die because they can't eat them anymore. <laughs> they couldn't just become, like, vegetarians? No, that's against Just eat Beyond Meat? They, they try and eat soy for a while, but it just doesn't work. It's not the same. Yeah. Wow, I was going to say the same thing. Or were you actually? Yeah. Sonia. For real. No yeah, way. Yeah, it was. How is that possible? What? Well, because what else could it be about? But, um, okay, so Primal Fear is about a court system where everything is evaluated based on feelings instead of facts. Whoa. So 
everyone's just talking about their feelings the whole time instead of evidence. You just submit like journals, <laughs> and <laughs> it doesn't Blood work. Posts. It doesn't work well. Nobody what? gets a, nobody gets sentenced. <laughs> but it's also a really gritty like '90s courtroom movie. Wow, that's fun. Yeah, right. Do, do. Primal fear. <laughs> yeah. Fear's uh, a big motivator. Well, there you go. Uh, you're both close in uh, no way, shape, or form. What? Yeah. I object. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Primal Fear is a 1996 American legal thriller film based on the novel of the same name. Uh, it stars. Are you ready for this? Richard Gere, Laura Linney, and a young Edward Norton. That checks oh. out for 1996. Yeah, he's not super young, but he's Laura young. Laura Linney. Yeah. Um, it's actually really great if you guys have never seen it. So Laura it, Linney is just one of those people that has always and will always play a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she'll just, she can just throw on a pantsuit and walk right it's in. It's like there. in True. First Wives Club where she, she's like, there's three ages of women in Hollywood. Babe, district attorney, and driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> and Laura Linney's always been district attorney. True. Right. Always will be. Um, it is about uh, Richard Gere, who plays the defense lawyer, who must defend uh, a young uh, Edward Norton, uh, who has brutally murdered an archbishop because he's an altar boy. But here's the thing. I'll bet I know. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I might know why. Uh, you don't know why. <gasps> oh. There's two people in his head. <gasps> Bum, bum, bum. Oh. He has dissociative personality One's played disorder. by Laura Linney, and the other one's played by a dark Laura Linney. <laughs> no, they're both So Edward he has Norton. DID? Is that what it's called? Yeah, dissoci- dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so... Formerly known as split personality disorder. Yeah, so okay, the film cool. plays out, and uh, there's a lot of issues around, like... But it's know. interesting. So there's only two? Two what? Like, he only has one other... One yeah. altar, as they would call yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, not common. check yeah, it out. I'm not going to spoil it, because the ending is... No, 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 nuts. A-L-T-E-R. Oh, so he's an altar boy with altar. You never watched the United States of Terra? No, I actually haven't. And I know that I should, because I'm a... Obviously a... Whatever that actress's name that I like. Why can't I think of it? Tony Collette. Tony Collette. She's so good. And Brie Larson is her daughter. Really? And she's so good. Well, there you go. Anyway, the game is, of course, brought to you by the Kramer IMAX Theater at the Saskatchewan Science Center. The biggest theater in town. So big. Over for school buses tall. No. Okay, wait. I I think that we're mixing up facts. I don't know if it's tall, but it's definitely six wide. Is it for real six wide? Yeah. It's a six wide. Thick. (laughs) <laughs> that screen is thick. Quite thick. <laughs> on the thickest screen Dummy in town. Uh, uh, you guys, did you know that there's something else going on around here? Well, oh, it's like gosh. almost spring, yeah. and like um, February's almost over. Y'all, it's time for the look and listen lottery. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's me making it rain. There you go. It's $20 a ticket. They're going to draw the prize on April 17, 2020. You get to choose a vacation from one of four great destinations. Paris, France. Scotland. Scotland. Um, uh, <laughs> Portugal. Beautiful Portugal. Or, do you remember? Um, or beautiful Newfoundland. Yes. Oh, you know it buys. Ooh. <laughs> that was bad. The grand prize is flights for two plus seven nights accommodation and $500 cash. The early bird draw is March 20th. Uh, you get a $500 tra- travel voucher and two Regina Folk Festival tickets. Second prize is a $1,000 vacation travel voucher. And third prize is Regina Folk Festival 2020 experience. Wow. Wah, wah, wah. Not bad. More info at cjtr.ca or you can call the station at 306-525-7274. It's the look and listen lottery. I'll be picking up my tickets.
go on sale March 2nd. Oh, I thought they were already on sale. My bad. No, we've announced it, but they're not on sale yet. Okay. So you got to wait. And the period is shorter this year. We're just hyping it up. That's so for you don't... to get your affairs in order, get your money stacked. Yes, get so ready. Blow it on our tickets. Mm-hmm. Pony. Okay, back to courtrooms. Court is court back is, in session. Yes. yes. Please rise. Um, I'll rise honorable. for the honorable judge. <laughs> the honorable Dunham. Judge Dunham is serving Um Okay. What other courtroom scenes pop to mind? I was going to bring up To Kill a Mockingbird. <gasps> mm-hmm. Iconic. Have you guys ever heard of it? <laughs> uh, I, um, think, I think I heard of it A little known film and book. <laughs> Um, and the one thing that people come out of that saying is, what is a chifferobe? <laughs> Just kidding. I know, I know what a chifferobe shif- is. Isn't it a chifferobe? That's what I would say, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shiffer? Chifferobe. Chifferobe. Oh, these flowers are making me wheel Is it just like a wardrobe? I've got my- a... Why don't you put my coat in that old chiffon robe over there? I've oh. got a case of the rapers. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting some context clues. But- <laughs> it's like a wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Um, the shelves in it. Yeah. Aw. There's shelves. Aw, Dad knows his furniture. <laughs> Jeremy builds chiffon robes out back when he's the spare on the spare sticky summer night. In his shirt sleeves. Yeah. Loaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you guys think about this courtroom? This is... Well, it's segregated, so that's bad. Mm-hmm. Just off top. Yes. <laughs> but I would argue that the balcony's the place to be. Well, you can see oh, a lot more the up there. Is, yeah. That's why Scout goes up there. Yeah. Um, in... As depicted in the film, I was always frustrated because I feel like it's too slow. Um, except yeah. that for well, yeah, it's yeah. not. There's parts that are slow, but mm-hmm. the courtroom is quite explosive. Yes, it is. Like there's yeah. a lot that pops out of there. Mm. The, a lot of yelling. A lot of mm. yelling. A lot of big reveals. Mm. Um, but also, it's this huge undercurrent of like a doomed court case like from the beginning right, right. yeah it's a real bummer <laughs> <laughs> who knew the american legal system not perfect i didn't know you know you thought when they made it originally it'd be pure but it doesn't yeah. look that way well. hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> and then you know to top it off it, a big ham costume <laughs> <laughs> stabbing <laughs> <laughs> and that will happen, you know. That'll happen. That'll happen. That's why you get your Halloween costumes that are very solid. Mm. Do you think Atticus is the reason a lot of people become lawyers? I think it should be. Mm. He's like um, honorable. Oh, I have no idea. He's quite nothing. honorable. There's not a lot of mm. lawyers in pop culture that don't show a duplicitous side. Right. But he's mm-hmm. fully like he's very hard nosed. Morally man, moral man. Mm-hmm. Uh, was uh, in a time to kill. Uh, wait, Ma- Matthew McConaughey was pretty on the level, wasn't he? I don't think there was. Is that a James Bond film? <laughs> no, you guys. That's never... License to Kill. <laughs> you've never, you never seen a Time to Kill? No. What time are you? Are you kidding kill. me right now? I don't have time. I don't... <laughs> but you do have some time to kill. <laughs> oh my god, you guys gotta watch it. it. It's incredible. Samuel Jackson. Oh my god. <sighs> it's pre reconnaissance Yeah. It's, when he, like it's his during first, the first McConaughey. It's, 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 it's his first, uh, yeah. You know, he's trying to prove himself. Mm. It's uh, it's great. It's really good. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Man, he's I good? Can't. Oh, yeah. Good. Everyone's good. It's uh, There's some absolutely horrible things that are depicted in that film. but mm, Can't watch it then. It's pretty bad. From what I remember of that Matthew period, he's shirtless the entire time. Yeah. Uh, so does so he wear a shirt a, to court? It's a hot and sweat, sweaty southern night, but yeah, he does. Mm. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I think uh, I think he does get his assistant to bring shirts to him because it's so hot, mm. and yeah. he changes periodically. I think that's. I think that happens. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I should be getting my assistant to do that as well. Same. That's true. All right, I've soaked right through. <laughs> Sean, can I bring up a movie I wanted to talk about? Please, the okay. floor is yours. All right, let me pitch you guys a movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to read you this cast. Is this you... a, f- a film you're making? Yeah, l- yeah. Well, let me l- let me okay. just let me just see if you'll bank this. Okay. okay. John Cusack. Mm-hmm. Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Rachel Wise. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Piven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's wrap them all up in a little movie called Runaway Jury, and oh. let's go to town. Have you either of you seen this movie? Okay. No, no I haven't. Okay. Explain. So first and foremost. It's it's absolutely mind blowing. At least the first time I watched it, I still get the same like holy crap every single time. But the first time was off the chain. You always remember your first. time. It's true. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Gene Hackman plays. It's I can't remember if they call him a jury wrangler or what the. But he rigs juries. Oh. That's what he does. So the 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 comp well in this case it's a gun company that pays oh, to get him so what happens is there's it's all about the jury selection and all these different things and uh um gene hackman starts like blackmailing each and every juror and if they can't blackmail them they get them removed someone gets murdered uh all these different oh my god yeah, so it's crazy Maybe we don't want jury duty but yeah. john cusack reluctantly at uh, is assigned to the jury, mm. and then it's revealed that he and Rachel Wise have this whole plan that they are also holding. The, anyway, so it becomes about who's holding the jury for ransom in this very pivotal court case, which has all of these lasting effects on both sides of everything. And it is amazing. This is making me want to watch so it. Good, totally, you guys. It's so like you have no idea what's going to happen. Everyone is like super intense. All of all of the characters seem so real and like you know, Dustin Hoffman's kind of like the straight-laced older lawyer and Jeremy Piven's his young like assistant and they like really wrestle with like for 10 million dollars we can just win like we can just we can just win and this you know our client will be okay and everything will be good and so uh like there's so much going on it's so good i'm not going to spoil the ending cuz the okay. ending is super good and very complex but it is so good Oh my goodness! So good, you guys. Wow. Yeah, and and uh, if a few moments, I'm going to talk about a movie equally as good, but significantly more shameful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I was also thinking about Philadelphia. Ah, uh, yes. But I wondered if I should save a bit of my thoughts for an upcoming show because we have a little surprise for our listeners. But we'll talk about that coming up next yes, week. Yes, maybe. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but um, Mary Steenburgen is. Mm. She is like a very soft-spoken devil attorney, devil defense attorney in this film. She is like, she's the villain. She's very hateful and homophobic, but mm-hmm. not really because she's just doing her job, I guess. But uh, then it's always that question, isn't it? It's weird. With these lawyers, like, you know. With these lawyers. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this with in the context of Harvey Weinstein's defense lawyer recently, where mm-hmm. I'm just like, how much money do you have to get paid to fully betray your gender? That's the thing. Is like you know. do have lot, to secure the bag. Yeah, but which like also, yeah. Come on, but it's like it's 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 more complex than it is, right? Because yes. they didn't hire her; they hired the team, right? Like they well, hired this law firm, and the law firm and the said, law firm was like, move. "It'd be great." Not if necessarily. 
I feel no. like they hired the law firm and then they were like, it'd be great if we had a yes. lady attorney on the case. That's I think the, I think he wise. specifically hired her because she has a long history of getting... But does her firm as well? I don't know. Okay. I'll but either way, um, I like, true, not great, but I can see how someone could get in a bind. But I also think there is, in real life, mm. this like very real relationship between lawyers and judges that does exist about like we are just here to know the law yeah. and execute on that. Well yeah, that's I right? mean that's they like literally swear an or oath that right. they will uphold the law and like do their services to the best of their ability, mm-hmm. whether or not they believe their client exactly. is guilty or whatever. So, you know, regardless of what any individual thinks, that is your job. Yeah. You're there to do it and anything else could jeopardize that, right? So I think there's li- lines there but I even yeah. It caused Mrs. Steenbridge to betray <laughs> Tom Hanks. Humanity. Mm. And Antonio Banderas. What do you guys think Ted Danson thought? Mm. Huh? Yeah. Ted Danson? Yeah. Is he in that film? No, they're married. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in real life. Like, why is he in, in this? the real life? Ah, cute. Um, also, I'll always bring up this fact about Mary Steenbridge, but once she went, had surgery, and was conked out, and when she woke up, she was a very accomplished songwriter. Really? Is that real? It's true. She had melodies flying through her head after she had this like, what brain surgery. What kind of surgery? It was like Don't brain surgery. Like like oh, so it was brain related. Okay, well, yeah, that makes that's sense. Incredible. And she woke up and was like, I'm a great songwriter now. And if you... And she, you can look her up, and she's written a lot of great songs. Wow, that's really, cool. really weird. Wouldn't it be mind blowing if she was Sia? Like at this point, <laughs> like wouldn't that just? Well, oh, she doesn't show her face. You pull yeah. off that little bang strip, and it's Mary. Oh my God! She just wants to swing from the chandelier, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, this isn't courtroom related, but one movie I was thinking about recently is Marriage Story because so much of it is their divorce proceedings, mm-hmm. and um, Laura Dern is um, Scarlett Johansson's lawyer in that, and she's so... Ugh, I don't know. It's so conflicting because she's so competent and good at her job, but she's pretty mean to Adam Driver and, like, uses some pretty low-down, dirty tricks, but it's... Oh, it's satisfying to watch her be hyper competent. Mm. She's got to get her tricks. Well, watching she's got to win for a client. Watching Marnie do anything is just a treat. Who? Who's Lorder? Marty. Oh, Marty. Oh. <laughs> is that what you call her, Marty? Is that her Marmy. name? Marmy. Marmy. Oh, Marmy. <laughs> wrong, wrong vowel there. My bad. Anyway, but oh, Marmy. Your Marmy. nickname for Lord Dern is Marty. I was like, <laughs> I was like, is that her character name in Jurassic Park? Because I know that's a big thing for Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know. Those shorts. Yeah. Listen back to the sexy episode. <laughs> Or whatever, the crush episode? I think the yeah, crush episode. Crush. Yeah. Oof, she comes up. <sighs> the shorts. Those shorts. They still get me. All right. <laughs> Anything else that you guys want to bring up? Can we real quick just talk about a little Polly Shore video oh, yeah. called Jury Duty? Oh. Which is... We can. Absolutely insane. And I love it so much. It's um, maybe that's part of the reason I want to get Jury Duty. Because <laughs> he, so like, he makes it look so fun. He makes it look so fun. You're going to secretly make a deal with the, the manager of a hotel yeah. to get a better room to promote yeah. that hotel on the, the TV where you're not allowed to be shown. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's a good plan. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if our listeners know of this plan to do an entire episode on Polly Shore films. It's hard to do. We've been putting it it's off. We so keep putting do. it off because it's a funny and fun idea. 
It's a, lo- it's a lot of mental we, energy. Yeah, it's like, dang. It's hard to get some We got of work to, to go through. So we know we have to give ourselves time, and we keep not giving ourselves mm-hmm. time. It's and coming. Some of those, it's coming. Some of those films are buried at the bottom of landfill. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right beside the copies of the E.T. video game. Oh, meant try, to never be seen again. Try to find, like, Son-in-Law. Where is that? But, uh, yeah, no, I Married love... your daughter. <laughs> okay, okay, Sonia. I think we're done with that now. I, know. I think I've really crossed a certain line. You crossed the there line. There you go. Um, all right. Should we do our announcement? Yeah, okay. I'm excited. So let's say that's the end of the courtroom. Court adjourned. Um, thank you for showing yeah, well. up. The Office of Stanger and Legui. Um So next week is March. Uh-huh. And we decided, since last year we did a very infamous and very fun month of March Madness with Meryl, mm-hmm. but this month we're going to do the same March Madness, but with a different actor, whose name is Tom Hanks. The male Meryl. Mm-hmm. The male Meryl. Male Meryl March Madness. Uh, male Meryl March Madness with <laughs> the, Tom Hanks. The only problem is that Tom Hanks, sh- we wish he rhymed a little more with, had maybe an M in his name mm-hmm. at all, but... Just the Tom. Anyway, <laughs> so we are going to choose to March Madness. Nine, to March Madness. To March Madness. We are going to choose nine films and be pacing them against each other uh, over this next month mm-hmm. and see who reigns supreme. And they're going to be uh, from comedy, drama, and then wild card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just so everyone knows, this will not be an exhaustive competition because I don't think we have it in us. We can't. Yeah, there's too no. many. There's too many. Same with Mara. We we, we let were selected. We selected mm-hmm. the ones that we wanted to, and the ones that had uh, a lot behind them. But there's a lot. There's hidden gems everywhere. Mm-hmm. Now I will say, as last year's winner with Bridges of Madison County, I am oh, feeling. Oh, decided to bring that up. But I, I am okay. feeling. Oh, are you the winner, though? Mm-hmm. Is that the? I mean, my selection one. <laughs> I know, but, but I guess but, but, that we're <laughs> But one of the categories is a movie you haven't seen before. Is that like should I be picking to win? Is that what I should be doing? You always I play that was to win. I thought we were just picking ones and figuring out which one was the best. Wow. Yeah, we are doing that, Jer. Yeah, you but, should do that. But, <laughs> but to win, I didn't. I was no, just, it's okay. I just you know my competitive. Spirit. Let her have this. Okay. Yeah, I don't win a lot. <laughs> I'm bad at games. Wait, Sonia, did you make sports? a trophy? What are you pulling up from your purse right now? Mm-hmm. Sonia has a yeah. reputation to. Uh, defend, yes. a title to defend. Yes. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. I think it'll be very fun. It's mm-hmm. going to be great. Four weeks of to March Madness. I like to March. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but I do at the it's same a, time. It's tough. Okay, you guys, this brings us to a little bit of the show called What You Watching? What You Watching? What are you watching? I'm going to go last because yes. I'm going to really spoil something and some people might want to go away. Mm-hmm. And so I'll let Go them hear away. your things first, and then sure me. Jer, do you want to? Um, I've been watching stuff, mm-hmm. but I've been watching the same stuff for weeks. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which is, of course, Star Wars. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Which, by you the way, kid. has just been getting better and better. Uh, honestly, there are things that I am surprised they are allowed to show on the Disney Channel. I've said this before. It's 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 kind of old news. So you're watching Clone Wars? Yeah. It's, and it's, how many seasons in are you? I'm in season six now. Wow. And it is spectacular. I'm honestly, I am shocked. The first three seasons are a little okay. Mm. Did we did we know that they were making this? Like, this seems yeah. so popular. It's been, it's been 11 years, apparently. And the yeah. se- season seven is starting to come out now, episode by episode Disney, which I don't know how come I feel on, about Dave. that. That's garbage. But anyway, I'm not caught up yet, so it's not affected me yet. But it is just quality storytelling. 
and George Lucas is back involved, executive mm. producing again, and everything is like they're sort of they do like sort of five or six episode arcs of like little stories, mm. and sometimes it's like I don't want to, I don't care about R two D two and C three PO, but then they start doing something incredibly compelling, mm. and uh, yeah. It's uh, it's wild. It's absolutely I could wild. really see a lot less of C three PO, honestly, but uh, maybe still, if they get well, he's him, a protocol droid. He's supposed to be boring. A protocol droid. <laughs> That's what he is. That's, it's kind of it's true. You're a protocol uh, droid. I am. However, <laughs> I will uh, lean into something That's that my wife show. has been listening to, and as such, I have been privy to, uh, and it's a podcast called My Favorite Murder. You guys, ah. are yes, uh, Ellen is. Quite deep in, mm. uh, and I've like missed a bunch of stuff. Uh, it's it's pretty good. Mm. Some of the stuff they find is so horrible. That's what turns me away. The reaction find- is like it's sometimes I'm just like. Mm. This is a thing a lot of sexists say about women who host things, so that's rude of me. But I find them a little grating sometimes. Oh, I don't think that at all. Um, I think sometimes like they, they get, get too things off, wrong a lot. Yeah, and they just sort of. This is also very oh, ironic for me. Them, <laughs> this is ironic for me to be saying this on this show as myself, particularly. <laughs> but they just sort of make these wide like assertions and just sort of like say things sometimes, and I'm like, mm, that's not correct because I used to listen to it religiously, but. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. I don't know. It's an interesting. They've created an interesting little community around them. Mm-hmm. They have a whole. Their whole saying is "Stay sexy and don't get murdered." Yeah, that's no, fun. It's, it's, so that's fun. There's a lot going on. Um, I will lastly and quickly mention the hustle, uh, mm. starring uh, why can't I remember her name? Catwoman and the blonde one from Pitch Perfect, Halle Berry and Hathaway. Oh. There's several Catwomen. And Hathaway. Not oh. Bl- not Halle, Berry. No. <laughs> Halle Berry is Catwoman, okay? You should strike that from your record. Oh, Come and on. Rebel Wilson. Yes. Mm. Um, I just didn't want to say Rebel Wilson without not having said. Um, it is, of course, uh, the remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Uh, oh. And wife of the show uh, absolutely loved it, but she had not seen Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Mm. So all of the twists and everything I knew were coming. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some parts that are very funny. Uh, there are some physical parts that are very, very funny, and I wish they had just made a new movie. Sad. Once again. Yeah. Right. Anyway, right. that's it for me. Um, I have also been up in Disney Plus's uh, website. What a great place, you guys. I watched Disney's Newsies, the Broadway musical. Oh, did you oh. like it? It was so great. Um, it's a just a 2017 um, recording of Newsies on stage, like in a live performance. Um, and everyone is so very talented. There's the dancing is insanity. Um, and there's a lot of great pains that they take to make Jeremy Jordan not have to do the choreo, which I found very pleasant. Um, and, um, oh, except there's a character who uses a crutch who is, of course, named Crutchy. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that's a musical about, um, and the newsboy strike of 1899 where they raised the price of papes and then extra extra and then these kids just wouldn't take it anymore and they went on strike and uh it was just really good performances and i enjoyed it a lot cute and i if there was like a netflix or like a streaming service of recordings of just broadway shows I would be paying okay. a ton of money for that. Yeah. There is, and it's not good. I forget what it's called. What? It's called like Broadway HD, I think. Hmm. It's not good? I did a free trial. There was only some stuff on there, but we'll talk. Okay, we'll talk after the show. Um, okay, I'm about to 
ultimately spoil Frozen 2. You may direct yourself away if you don't want Frozen 2 spoiled for you. I'm talking to you, Ellen Legui. Um... Okay, last Friday I took myself on a little date to the Tube Theater um, to, to, so that I wouldn't be sad about Reading Week being over and to reward myself for all of my hard work so far this semester. Okay. And I saw a little film called Frozen 2. And did I cry several times? Yes, I did. Did I deeply enjoy being surrounded by children and their immense love of Olaf the Snowman? Yes, I did. Uh-huh. But you know what I enjoyed the most? Popcorn. Frozen 2 is about giving indigenous people their land back. And it's correct. Now, is it slightly retroactive? Because in the first one, they co-opted a bunch of indigenous culture in terms of music and costume and all kinds of things and never acknowledge it. Yes, that's not great. But you know what? The whole sort of theme of this movie is that in the face of hopelessness and uh, wrongs of the past, you just do the next right thing. And so basically... Uh, Elsa and Anna find out, sort of, that their mother was from this indigenous community called the Natholdra, and that there's this sort of distorted colonial history about um, what happened with this community, that their grandfather was the one who perpetrated this injustice, and basically, like, as soon as they find out, they decide to make it right, they decide to, uh, like give the the land back sort of um and like do the next right thing and it's i just found it so fascinating it's complicated and more complicated than we have time for right now but uh i will be writing an essay about this okay. <laughs> just kidding but listeners message sign your message me and we can talk about DM, it all DM. day because i really liked it um i'd like to thank saskatoon's the garys for letting us use their song Manituna <laughs> for our theme song Thanks to everyone at CJTR and all of you for lending us your ears. The show's broadcast live Wednesdays at 6, rebroadcast Thursdays at noon, and available as a podcast on CJTR website, Spotify, and Apple Play. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so give us a follow and have a great night. Bye. Bye.